Oh my goodness. Welcome to the Heart to Heart Real Business Podcast, where we talk about real business, real growth, and what it truly takes to have a business, not only that you love, but also makes a ton of money along the way. This is a place you can come to listen, share, learn, and just be yourself. I'm your host, Michelle Hartsman. Welcome to the show. Hello, podcast fam. Okay, we're going to have a topic that we never talk about publicly, but I've been talking about it behind the scenes lately. And so I'm like, okay, this needs to be a podcast episode. Um, This is going to help you so much, especially right now if you're sitting in like, where are the sales? Like, why aren't more sales coming in? Why aren't people buying? People are ghosting. People are leaving me on red. Whenever I get, tell them the price, they're telling me it's too expensive Ah, like all the things that feel really frustrating, right? Like I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I've been here. I know how this feels. It feels really shitty. It feels really frustrating. And we constantly, like when we're in this place, we're constantly looking for like, what else can I be doing? What else can I be doing? What more can I be doing? Right. And that sometimes feels like, oof, right. It just feels like a, a loop that we're on constantly. And so something I want to have a conversation about is, is it your messaging or is it your conversion? Sometimes we are trying to solve problems with the wrong solution. And so I want to share something with you right now. I want you to assess, like, are people reaching out? That's like, number one, are people reaching out? And it's like, yeah, like you can notice like when people are reaching out, how often they're reaching out, right? Like if people are reaching out for services and then they're not converting and you're constant, you're constant, like, stuckness or stickiness is people are ghosting, people are leaving me on red, people are telling me I'm too expensive. Like if that's something that's happening and you're noticing, well, people are reaching out, but I'm not really making new sales. And so it feels frustrating and it feels like, okay, what do I got to do with my messaging? What do I got to do with my messaging? What do I got to do with my marketing? What else can I be doing? There's a chance, a high chance, especially if people are reaching out like pretty consistently. And I don't mean like every single day or every hour. That's not what I mean. That's not what we're looking for here. Like, are people reaching out pretty consistently? And if your answer is yes, but you're not making the new sales that you desire, it may not be a messaging and a marketing problem. Most likely it's not. And that's where it's most likely a conversion problem. It's most likely the lack of closing the sale that's the problem. And I have been having this conversation So often lately, um, being that I have a very analytical mind, if you don't know this about me, now you do. I have a very analytical mind. My mind loves data. My mind loves doing research. Um, Of course, I'm like, I'm like, I'm a both. I'm like, I'm intuitive. I like to follow my nudges. I'm a generator. So I'm like, I like to just go with the flow and whatever, whatever excites me is what I'm going to do. But also I like to understand things on a deeper level. Like I, that's just how my mind works. It personally, for me, I'm, it makes me a better business owner. It also makes me a better teacher and it makes me a better coach and I can understand things um, so that I can teach and I can help my clients through things. Right. So for me lately, what I've been doing is some behind the scenes research. And I've been having conversations behind the scenes with um, coaches, other coaches, other mentors, um, clients of mine, friends of mine in the industry, 
And that's the conversation I'm going to have today with you is what these conversations, this quote unquote research that I've been casually doing (laughs) behind the scenes when it comes to like conversion and for you to be able to like think about this inside of your own business, because especially if your goal, I'm assuming if you're listening to this and if you're a business owner, your goal is to make more sales and make more money, right? Of course, alongside of that, it's making an impact and doing our purpose and doing what we fudging love, right? All of that's combined. It gets to be everything. But hear me out. First thing I want to say, because you might not like some things I say today, and that is okay. First thing, as always, take what you want from these episodes, take what feels good and leave the rest. Always, 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 okay? Now, you know, if you've been in my world for a while, I sell in the DMs. I sell exclusively in the DMs. I teach selling in the DMs. Um, I also teach sales calls, depending on the client. I have so much experience in sales. Um, I sell sell in in person in my in-person jobs uh, prior to when I was younger, when I was first out of college, I have so much customer service um, background and I have been in this business for seven years. I used to do sales calls. Now I sell in the DMs. I could teach both. Um, and I do teach both depending on the client. And that's why we're going to have this conversation today because I am never going to be the coach or mentor that says, you should never have to do sales calls and like only sell in the DMs. And like, yeah, like I believe selling in the DMs can work for everybody. I do. I do believe that. But I do think that there's another side of this. And that's why I want to bring this conversation today because I do think it's really um, interesting in this industry. If you were to turn on Instagram, turn on, go on (laughs) the TV for some of us, right? Uh, If you go on Instagram, majority of what you'll see is like bashing sales calls. Like they get a really bad reputation, um, which is fine. But I do want to share transparently the conversations I've been having behind the scenes recently and also my behind the scenes. Uh, For many years, I did sales calls in my business. And I have some clients to this day who still do sales calls, depending on the niche, literally depending, it is dependent, you know, Um, and depending on their conversions and where they feel the most comfortable selling, that too, like all of it comes into play. Um, And here's my honest opinion on this. I want to invite you to do the thing that will close the sale, okay? I want to invite you to do the thing that will close the sale. I want to invite you to get out of people ghosting you constantly, people constantly telling you that you're too expensive, people constantly leaving you unread. Like, I want to invite you out of that. I want to invite you to do the thing that's going to close the sale. Deal? Deal. So for me, a little background, my first year of business, we hit six figures. My second year of business, we hit six figures plus. My third year of business, we hit multiple six figures. I was in the health and wellness space. It's in the health and wellness space. Now, what was my sales process back then? They were sales calls. Every single health and wellness sale came through sales calls. Every t- I, Actually, let me specify that. Every health and wellness sale that was high ticket came from sales calls. As I grew my business and as I created more offers, uh, there were lower ticket things that didn't, that didn't have sales calls. But I am just putting this conversation out there because I do think it warrants being had. I do think it's important to look at our conversions and to look at where people are dropping off, especially if people are reaching out and we're not able to make new sales. It's a very important conversation. Sales are, I once heard this, sales are the lifeblood of your business. And that's true, right? So these are some things we want to look at. 
Now, I after this point, I think it was probably like year two, it was like two and a half. In year three, it was like a really big combination of how I was selling. It feels long ago now, so I can't remember exactly, but it was like a combination of that year three. I switched to selling in the DMs. So the first thing I want to share with you here is I believe in having a solid sales having a solid sales process. It's essential having a solid sales process. Knowing it works and it converts. And it's not just like, ah, oh, when somebody reaches out, I hope that they join. I hope it works and that they message me back. We're like giving all of our control and power away in those moments. What I also believe when it comes to sales in general, I believe in getting really good at sales. I don't care what niche you're in. No matter the niche, we've got to be good at sales. Even if you're not in the business space, no one talks about this. Do you feel a deep breath, like a deep breath? Do you feel a sigh of relief listening to this episode? I feel like I feel a sigh of relief talking about this. But being really good at sales is going to make you so much more money. Being comfortable with sales is going to make you so much more money. It's essential. Having a higher closing rate is going to make you so much more money. And it's not a matter of being good at sales. isn't a matter of like having someone's perfect sales script. Sales scripts are great and they're supportive and they teach us things. But it's also like you developing sales skills. Like, and we, the way in which we develop skills, skills is by doing, right? It's like you don't become a good basketball player by just reading about it, right? And like learning the game of basketball. You, you become a good basketball player by physically playing the game over and over and over and over and over again. You become good at sales. You become a good salesperson by constantly doing sales, like sales conversations, constantly having them over and over and over again, and you become better and better. Now, I recently, as I mentioned, spoke to a few coaches. I spoke to a few people in the industry and they like they know me, so I was like, "Hey, my analytical mind needs some needs some of your uh, needs some of your input." <laughs> and they were like, "Whatever you need, Michelle, I got you." Um, because I I like data, I like data. And before I created this episode, before I even started having this conversation publicly, I was like, "I just want to like see if what I'm thinking, if I'm on to something here." That's really where this this conversation is stemming from. I just wanted to see if I was like the only person like. Like they didn't feel what I'm feeling in this immediate moment. And that's where this conversation stemmed from. So I digress. I recently spoke to a few coaches and they are coaches and mentors, et cetera, that have run and or currently do run very successful health, wellness, companies, spiritual um, embodiment style, nervous system companies. And I spoke to a variation of entrepreneurs here. And we're talking RDs, we're talking health and fitness coaches, holistic practitioners, breathwork specialists. Um, I, spoke to, I spoke to a multitude. And these are coaches and mentors that have made six figures and beyond. Okay? And I asked them, can you tell me what was, your, what was and or is your sales process that led to this success? Can you tell me? Like what brought the business to the six figure plus. Obviously it's beyond that now, but like what, what was your sales process? Were you selling in the DMs or were you selling on sales calls? Every single one of them said they were selling on sales calls. Every single person I asked 
especially their high ticket offers. And that was something that we also got specific with, with the questions I was asking. They said, you know, has the business expanded and as their product suites differentiated from just like one-to-one offers and they had lower ticket offers. Um, they had people, you know, purchasing via the link or via the DM where, um, they weren't doing as many sales calls, but th- them getting to six figures plus them selling their high ticket offers was all through sales calls. And I just thought that this information was super interesting because nowadays you all we really hear and all we really see being taught is selling in the DMs. And this is where like I want to invite you to just like think about this conversation that we're having today, okay? Like I just wanted to like pop some curiosity for you, especially if your sales are lower right now and they're not converting the way in which you want them to. I then asked these people, do you think sales calls is why you were and or are so successful and that your sales closed at a higher rate? And the overall answer was yes. And they mentioned, some of them, not all of them, some of them mentioned, especially in the health and wellness space, I believe this. Some of them mentioned, especially in the breathwork and nervous system regulation space, I believe this. And what I heard a couple of times is from their perspective is when someone is investing a lot of money, especially in these types of niches and areas, they typically want a couple couple and or need more touch points with us. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. And so I want to share with you from this is my perspective. Again, take what you want from this. I do believe that my business was really successful really quickly because of sales calls. I do believe that. Now, I I can't go back in time seven years ago now and sell in the DMs and and test it. My data and analytical mind would love to test it, right? (laughs) But I can't. I can't. And it was a different time back then. There's so many different things. But I bring up this conversation because I, I just want you to think, I want you to think about your own business and what's going to serve you in your growth. Now, I do believe, like in my core, that DM sales can work for every single niche. I'm not, we're not having this episode because it's like niche specific on who can sell in the DMs. That's bullshit. If you're thinking like, no, that's not what this episode is. I believe anyone can sell in the DMs. I do believe that. But however, I do think if you're noticing your sales aren't converting, we've got to look at the sales process. And then so often what we don't do is we don't look at the sales process. We ignore it and we're like, what's the next strategy I could do? What's the next marketing thing I could do? What's the next messaging switch I could do? What could I say more of? What could I do more of? What, what, that, what else can I do? It's worth reviewing the sales process if sales aren't closing. And again, so many don't do this. We're not taught to do this. We're not taught to do this. I see this happen all the time. I'll talk to do this. And so I just want you to think about this. I'm not saying you need to leave this episode and be like, okay, I got to do sales calls. 
No, there may be in your business, there may be some people that like, you're like, oh, I I think that they could benefit from a sales call. They have a lot of questions. They seem really unsure. They like need, they just like need another touch point with me to feel really comfortable making this investment. We're going to hop on a sales call. I will share with you to this day, if somebody were to get in my DMs and be like, Michelle, I'm really interested in everything sells everything. And they had all the details. Um, and we like talked and I like thought they were a good fit or they reached out for my mastermind and the same thing. And they were like, but I, I want to hop on a quick call with you. Is that okay? like, would you, is that, would you do that? Yes. We would hop on a zoom. We'd hop on a call. I have done that. It's rare that that happens, but I have done that because some people need more touch points. I don't know. In this, I I could go either way here. Like, just know, like, whatever and however anybody else sells is like completely up to them, right? But if you're if you're listening to this and you're like feeling a little bit of like, well, that actually feels relieving. It feels relieving that I can like shift and play with how I sell, so it works better for me, so that my sales convert more. And if you're noticing, like. People are ghosting or people are saying it's too expensive or people are um, not really like, let's say you're like, they reach out and then you're like, trying to get more out of them in the DMs and they're not really responding. Um, maybe they're not big on social and like that doesn't mean they don't care. That doesn't mean that they don't want to be in your offer. Maybe like it's easier to hop on a call and then they're like, yeah, send me the link. I'm already paying full. I've even seen with one of my clients recently, she, um, used to do sales calls, was selling in the DMs. And then what we actually noticed, it wasn't even on purpose that this had happened. She had done some market research with people and um, she did market research calls. And they were like ground, she switched her niche. She was doing market research calls. It was like groundbreaking for her business via the messaging. The messaging, like we're like the changes, we can see it. We can see the people reaching out, it's working. And then what we noticed was the people that she got on those market research calls or like the people that started reaching out and are like, I want to join your new program. I want to get in. I want to get in and I'm going to get in. And what we were able to assess was, huh, the moment people got on a call with you, it wasn't even a sales call. It was a market research call. They were, were so much more inclined and so much easier for them to pay you. And so something she's playing with, there's no hard rules here. She's playing with for certain people, she's selling in the DMs because it feels applicable. It feels right. Maybe they've had more touch points before. Maybe they've worked together before in the past. There's there's a multitude of things that apply here and only you know this because it's your business, right? And then there are certain people she's hopping on sales calls with. And her sales conversions have gone up so much. And so what I want you to think about here is like, what what maybe needs to shift for you? And this episode, it's simply, I'm not going to sit here and tell you what you need to do and what you don't need to do. I'm never going to do that. And you guys, if you're a client of mine listening, you know, like, we customize to you. Like, and we are going to do what's going to work, right? And this episode is simply intended to, one, make you more sales, but two, to have you evaluate what's working and what maybe needs refinement, what maybe needs refinement? And I promise when you start looking at business this, this way versus making it mean like, I have to do it this way because this person taught me this way and this person said, you never have to do it this way. Like, it's all fine. Whatever's going to, you know, resonate with you the most is important, but also what's going to make you the sales is most important because I want you to make money. 
And I promise when you start looking at business this way, you will make a lot more money because the truth is you're never stuck. But oftentimes when sales aren't coming in and conversions are low, and again, people are ghosting, uh, they're not reaching out, um, or they're falling off, or they're saying we're too expensive, or they're not responding after they reach out to us, we feel stuck. But you're literally never stuck and things can change in an instant. And oftentimes it's just looking at these things a little bit differently. Maybe we got to change things. That's okay. That's okay. I'm going to leave it here because this episode is simply designed to just have you thinking. And then you get to create and decide whatever is going to be best for you. I love you. I want you to remember everything gets to sell everything. And I will see you in the next episode.